Welcome to episode 60 on the Live Blissed Out podcast. We all face adversity. Many of us allow challenges to defeat us. Did you know that one of the proven ways to overcome adversity is to invest in ourselves? What makes us succeed or not is determined by how we handle adversity. Hello, action takers. Welcome to Live Blissed Out, a podcast where I have inspirational and informational conversations with business owners and subject matter experts to help us get the scoop and the lowdown on a variety of topics. Tired of hesitating or making decisions without having the big picture? Want to be in the know? Then this is the place to go. I'm your host, Marissa Houston, helping achieve bliss through awareness and action. Thanks for joining me. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. Joining me is Darla Yvonne. She is a certified transformational life mastery coach, international speaker, and best-selling author of her book called Broken to Beautiful. She is board certified in dental hygiene and health sciences, as well as a master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming, a master practitioner of mental and emotional work, and a master practitioner of hypnotherapy. Darla inspires others that we are all capable of overcoming any obstacle. Darla's heart-centered coaching serves clients with a proven and tested success system to guide her clients to get the results they want to live the life they dream of. Join her next free masterclass at DarlaYvonne.com forward slash master dash class. To learn more, visit DarlaYvonne.com. Windows are an important consideration in our homes. They provide light, warmth, and ventilation and may impact our home's energy efficiency. If you need a window installer you can trust, then give Denko Windows a call today. They proudly serve all of Denver and the surrounding communities and guarantee you will be happy with the finished installation of your new European windows. One call to Denko and you can rest easy in knowing your new European tilt-and-turn windows will help you stay comfy in the winter and cool in the summer. Denko Windows are dedicated to meeting your needs and offering a tilt-and-turn window product you can trust. Their tilt-and-turn windows are manufactured with unleaded stabilizers, which means future generations will thank you. Denko only installs European windows that will not rust, corrode, split, warp, or deform under extreme heat or extreme cold, both of which are common in our beautiful city of Denver. With Denko in Denver, you only get the very best European windows every time, all the time. For more information, visit europeantiltturnwindows.com or call 720-919-3099. Darla, so nice to have you on the show today. Thank you so much. I am excited to be here and excited just to have a conversation and to maybe touch a few lives. Yes. I wanted to start the conversation by asking you what the inspiration was behind you getting your new book, which is entitled Broken to Beautiful, Out to the World. Thanks for asking me that. And I believe we can create a life. We love living. And so for me, I wasn't living my life by design. I was living my life by default. I got inspired the day I was in the hospital with a blood clot in my lung. I sat there and I heard two nurses outside a hospital room going, she's not going to make it. And I had this voice come to me going, Darla, you have a message to share with the world. And I made an agreement at that moment. And I've known for a long time, 
I was supposed to do this work. I was supposed to go speak and lead and write and share a message with the world. And I made a pact with God in that moment, like, let me live through this and I'm going to go share my message. And so I'm still here and I am sharing my message. And that's why I'm so passionate about inspiring others to take action and live a life they love living by design and stop living a life by default and just taking what life gives them, if you will. Seven years before that, I had broken my neck in a car accident. And that's when I had my first awakening. I knew I wasn't supposed to be a dental hygienist anymore. I knew I couldn't do it anymore. I was on disability and I knew I was supposed to be a spiritual hygienist. I'm supposed to go share a message and touch souls. And I didn't do anything with that message, that intuition and that two by four upside my head telling me to share a message and write a book and touch other people's hearts. I honestly thank God I got the blood clots because that was my final awakening to say, oh my gosh, you didn't listen then and now look at you. God is waking me up. And so that's why I do what I do. I wasn't supposed to be in dentistry. And I thank God for the lessons. And I thank God for every event that happened in my life to bring me to where I am today, because I've learned so many lessons through these events that happened and changed me. I used to live my life, Marissa, as a victim, if you will. And I talk a lot about that in my book, Broken to Beautiful, because I came from this place of, well, this happened to me and this happened to me. And once I got clear that life wasn't happening to me, but it was happening with me and for me because I was part of that experience. And once I got out of my head and started doing personal growth and learning um, the things I've learned, I realized I can't go back and create a new beginning, but I can create a new ending. And that is my story now. And the power is in all of us. Each of us are far more powerful and contain so much more potential than any event that will ever incur in our life. Yes. And the thing is, there are things obviously that we do not have control over, but there are a lot of things that we do. And if we focus our energy on those things, then I think that that will catapult us to being the best version of ourselves. And these experiences that we go through, I think all of us will resonate with the fact that it makes us who we are. And I think that also we think that there's always tomorrow. We're just very optimistic. We're always going, oh, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. And then it takes these real adversities, things that really wake you up and say, you know, there might not be a tomorrow. Then what? Is this all there is? What else can I do? And I think that's what wakes us up and makes us motivated to make a difference and to do something higher than what we expected for ourselves and for the people that we love. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. So when a negative experience happens in our life, which it's going to happen in everyone's life. So who cannot relate to this, right? And so I love talking about like, if you use the right mindset, that adversity can actually become a positive experience in your life. And so that's where I use my story of going from tragedy and this car accident and then blood clots. And then I had some abuse in my past. So all these things happen, but I look at them now as, oh my gosh, what great lessons that I get to go out and help other people with. They didn't define me anymore and keep me stuck there, right? That's so true. And they are lessons, really, because we all go through them. And oftentimes we use the word regret. I regret that that happened. Sure, I'm sure we regret it because who wants that? But at the same time, if I didn't experience that, if any of us did not go through those adversities, we wouldn't be who we are today. We wouldn't understand the value of all these things that are presenting themselves in front of us, these opportunities that we have because we didn't experience them. And I truly believe that's why we have adversity. It's a lesson. It teaches us to be better, to want to be better. 
yeah, it creates resiliency. What are you made of? And from life experience, we get to create these beliefs. And so many times we work to be right about those beliefs. Wow, well, this happened to me because I'm not enough or I'm this or I deserved it. And it's like, that's where I really dig deeper with my clients and with speaking. Like, we don't get to skip adversity class in life. And we can choose to be better and bounce back and learn and even go higher because of our adversities. Or we can sit in our muck. Like, what do you choose to do, right? Yeah, because the bottom line is you can't change it. It's done. Right. So the only thing you can do is think about how do I move forward? How do I make the most of this terrible situation and maybe even turn it on its head and do something good and positive with it? Yeah. You know, most of my clients reach out to me because of this same thing. Like they feel lost in their life or they're stuck. And I love it when clients come to me because of that. And I say good to that because that means you have awareness around that lostness or that stuckness in your life. And so they want someone to give them direction or a push. And then that's where I get to come in. And I am that push. And I get to lead them through a coaching program that gets results and help them to manifest what they're thinking about. And I love talking about like bringing awareness because what we think about comes about. And I don't know who said it, but where energy goes, energy flows. And I just believe in that. And so, so many people get stuck in their head and they want to figure out the how. And so they just stay stuck. And honestly, if they set their intention and they know what they want, that's half the battle right there. And they just need someone to hold their hand and walk them through it. Yeah. To your point, the awareness thing is so critical because they don't even know that they're missing something or something's off. And how do you address a problem when you don't even acknowledge that it exists in the first place? So you kind of have to come to terms with that and then decide how you want to move forward from there. These times are very, very strange. I would say, you know, since the advent of social media, people are comparing and judging each other all the time. For example, when you go on social media, you see people share their vacations or their beautiful houses or all the things that they've accomplished, all these wonderful things. It almost seems sometimes like a fairy tale. Yeah, I mean, some people do share terrible things on there and we get that as well. But there's people that will compare and say, well, how come they have those wonderful things and how come they get to do all these things and I'm not happy? And then we live in that space of comparing rather than looking inward and saying, how can I find happiness for myself in my own way? Because happiness is defined differently for everyone. How do we practice my mindfulness? And how can we make it so that it can positively impact our lives? I love this topic. You only get one side of a story and you only hear what they want you to believe, whether it's the news, which is so dividing our nation right now. And we don't even have to go into that. So again, I invite people just to notice what you're noticing and be mindful of what you're listening to on the radio or watching on TV or reading in a book because it matters. And I know this because I was that person. Honestly, I wore a mask for years and not a COVID mask, but a mask to hide my shame and my fear of judgment. And because of some devastating events in my life, once I decided to conquer those limiting beliefs and master my mindset, my whole perspective changed. And so I love helping others remove their masks and overcoming their limiting beliefs. And we do that through mindfulness. So think about, for instance, someone just stole your purse. Ugh, your body posture sinks and you almost get angry and kind of scared and feel victimy. And then think about a positive thought like, oh my gosh, 
that person just asked me out on a date Friday night. Our thoughts can go from mindful to positive and negative in a flash. And so I love to ignite that internal fire within my clients to dream and be aware of their mindset and so that they can get results that match. I do this thing with my clients called the results formula. And what it does is expand our awareness by studying this. So our thoughts cause our feelings. So when you think joyful thoughts, you feel happy, right? Or if you think of your to-do list tomorrow, you feel stressed. And so it affects your physiology. So then that we start feeling either joyful or cruddy, right? And so then our feelings create our actions. So when you feel confident, we feel energized. And then you feel depressed and you feel frustrated. And so the feelings create the actions. Now the actions create the results of our life. And so it's our actions or lack of actions that create these results. So I tell people, follow me, your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings create your actions, and your actions create your results. And people hate that, though. They resist this concept because they don't like to think that their life is a result of their own thinking. But it's absolutely true. And so that's basically mindfulness. You know what, Darla? I think that part of the reason is because it's so much easier to look outward to say it's the world, it's my friends, it's my family, it's something else. It's so much easier to just point a finger and say it has to be them. Because when we look inward and we look at how can we control ourselves, that's an awakening and it requires work. And it can be scary. Yes, very scary. Most of us are so good inside. Just be the best version of you. And who cares about their trip or their house? Because that's just the icing on their cake. You don't know all it took for them to bake that pretty beautiful cake. And so when people stop looking outward and look inward and reflect, and that's where meditation and either prayer or just getting quiet. I use a practice of yoga because I don't think about anything else when I'm on my yoga mat. And it lets me not think about anything else for those 40 minutes or however long I'm facing my mat. And I get to just get clear about me. Or journaling is another really good tool to just go inward and notice what you're noticing. What matters to one person may not matter to another. We just assume, for example, that everybody wants X, but some people find complete happiness in a smaller house that has just what they need and they have less stress. Everybody gets to create the world that makes them happy and there's no right or wrong. It's like a blank canvas and it's up to us to decide how we want to paint it. Yeah. And that's where I come in and ask my client, what gives you life? What makes your heart sing? And think expansive thoughts instead of constructing thoughts. Like one person might want to live in their RV and that's where they're happy and travel to the US. Another another person might need this mansion. But notice your thoughts and you're going to get that reality. We're all energy. And so it's um, vibration, if you will. Like I always say, live as if. Live as if you have everything you want. And wave that magic wand. And what is it that lights your fire? And also live in a state of gratitude instead of that victimy. Well, look at them and look at me. Like, I'm thankful that I have food, my clothing and love in my life. It changes who you are and lets you be imperfectly perfect. I know that you're a master level NLP and MER practitioner, but I didn't know what that was. I don't even understand what neuroscience is. That's another fancy word. Exactly. What does that mean, Darla? I'm so glad you asked because yeah, it is a complicated word for really something simple. So the big thing is neuro is our nervous system or the mind and the way in which we experience it through our five senses, seeing, hearing, tasting, feeling, 
smelling, right? And linguistic means our communication, like internal and external communications, how we give things meaning. We can do this from pictures and sounds and something tastes certain way or how we self-talk. And then programming is the ability to discover and utilize the programs we run through our unconscious mind. And so basically, in a nutshell, it's the power of the mind to produce our desired results. That is a simple way to explain it. That makes sense. We all run programs and we're programmed from such a young age. Let's say... This is a common one. You're programmed to finish all the food on your plate because your parents told you you can't throw away anything that you put on your plate. And so I would take people through a reframe so we can shift what they're experiencing. So if they don't want to eat all that's on their plate, they can shift how they do that. So they don't redo that with their own child. We can create space to have something different and reframing it or reprogramming it. So we don't have energy around that. And then it doesn't affect us anymore. Like our parents just did the best they could with what they had. Right. So we accept where we're at and then we just clear the energy around that and then reconnect with a new way to think about that. So we reframe it, just eat what you can and what's healthy and just reinvent that wheel. And maybe not put as much food on your plate, eat what you can. And then if you're still hungry, you get another serving instead of filling your plate to the brim and then getting upset with yourself because you're full. And now you feel like you're obligated to eat everything and you don't want to throw anything away because your parents were brought up in a time where food was scarce and they learned how important that is and they wanted to pass that on to you. So now that whole mindset or way you were brought up was similar to how they were brought up. And it's hard to break unless you figure out other ways around it so that you're not stuck in that mindset. Right. So you just identify the issue that triggers you. So that trigger is I have to eat everything on my plate. And then we shift it and change it in the way we think about it and the way we speak about it. And then it doesn't trigger anymore and it doesn't affect me anymore. Our minds are so powerful. So I always say it's a lot of conscious mind and unconscious mind. So our conscious mind, think of it as the goal setter. We're all setting goals. And the unconscious mind is the goal getter. Another analogy is like the conscious mind is like being the rider. You're riding on a horse. You're the rider. And the horse is your unconscious mind. And you must train and engage with that horse, which is your unconscious mind. And it only takes a moment. And you just reinforce that with positive reinforcement. Same with cleaning your plate. Same with hitting a job or stuff like that. I look at ourselves a lot like a computer. The computer itself is the hardware. So that is our bodies. That's where you have the hard drive and all these different connections that make everything work. But what makes it run is the software. That's the brain. And that's really our mind because you can build a computer, but it's not going to do anything without the software. The software is what runs it. And it's the same as people. Our minds are what run everything else. And they have to work in conjunction because think about it. If your hard drive's broken, no matter how great your software is, it's not going to run and vice versa. If your hard drive is the best in the world, but you don't have software to complement it, it's not going to work. So you have to think of it that way and you have to care for both areas of our humanity, right? Which is our brains and then our physical side of things as well. I love that. You know, my teacher who I mentored under, who taught me NLP and mental and emotional release work, which is using your unconscious mind to release baggage and uncover repressed emotions. He taught me to think of like your conscious mind. I'm the captain of my own cruise ship. A ship's captain doesn't prepare the food, wash the dishes, make the beds, all that stuff. I have a whole crew on my cruise ship and that's my unconscious mind. And that does all that. So I'm the captain of my ship and I get to direct my unconscious mind or my crew, but I have to give it clear and concise orders or it doesn't understand. 
And that's where we get to use the power of the mind and our quantum linguistics and how we speak. If you say, don't drop that ball, all the universe hears is drop that ball. They don't hear the negative. They don't. Yeah. So you got to come from that positive slide. Like, what do you want? Not what don't you want? That's a really good way to approach it. Exactly. Because that's more goal oriented. Are you running from something or are you running towards something? Because there's a huge difference. Now, we all go through adversity. There's no one that can live life without it. If there's one thing you could share with our listeners that would help us do a little better in terms of how we overcome these adversities that we deal with, what would that be? One of the adversities I hear a lot is people getting stuck in their life. Like, how do I get unstuck? And I have five simple tips to get unstuck. So I say, step one, declutter. Whatever it is, declutter your desk, declutter your house. It's part of your life and your message to the universe that you're interested in more flow. So if you have things cluttered everywhere, things get stuck in your life. Step two to get unstuck, make a list of three people that you've helped in the past month or year or whatever, and write what you did to help them. And then write what that did for them. And then you're already doing good work and it moves energy. Like look for the positive things instead of all what's wrong. It's kind of that gratitude thing. And then step three would be clean up any money issues. Money is a big issue for a lot of people and money is just energy. But if you have issues with money, it's like a splinter in your mind and it's just there all the time and you can feel it in the back of your mind and it keeps you stuck in other areas of your life. So just it cleans up the energy again. And step four would be it. Maybe when you're feeling stuck, you give into temptation, just like throw up your hands and say, I'm doing everything I know how to do. What gives? I don't know what to do. And it's such a low vibration in getting stuck in your past. And there's always another step. So ask yourself, what step can I take to move in the direction of what it is I want? So it's never a resource problem. It's always an awareness problem. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is don't be discouraged. Yeah. Everything takes so much work. Nothing comes easy. I mean, there may be an exception here or there, but that's not the norm. You have to realize that it takes so much effort and dedication. And if you just keep at it and really believe in what you're doing and offer value and do the best you can, that eventually things will move in the direction that you want. But oftentimes we quit before then or we feel sorry for ourselves and then we wonder why everybody else is doing better and I'm not. And that brings back that negativity when all you have to do is just focus on the value, focus on others, help others, do good things as best as you can and good things will happen. And every day is a brand new day. That's step five. Make it a fresh start. Give yourself some grace and you can do anything you really want to do and just take that next step. Don't get stuck in yesterday or last month or five years ago. Start today and make it a new start. You don't have to get stuck in all the past stuff, right? Yeah, it's a total reset. And just think about it like the computer. You can just reboot, start over. (laughs) (laughs) Clear everything and go for it, right? (laughs) You know, one of my favorite songs is from Annie. Tomorrow, I love you tomorrow. Even though it's important to live today, you can't just think about tomorrow all day long. You got to live your life. But at the same time, that song just reminds you of the fact that there's a new day tomorrow. The sun will rise and you have a new opportunity and a fresh canvas to start with, which is really so awesome, I think. Turn the page and you start a brand new chapter. And it can be a brand new book. I write about in my book, I have this thing called a chuck it bucket. Kind of like what you did on the computer, the delete button. What doesn't serve you in your life? Chuck it in the bucket. And then the bucket just goes out with the trash. It doesn't serve you anymore. So let it go. And then it clears up that stuckness. 
it opens up more space for the good stuff and get rid of the trash. I love that, Darla. That's awesome. How can people get a hold of you and what type of services do you offer to help them? The best way is on social media. I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn and all that. But my website, DarlaYvonneInternational.com, I love hearing people's stories. I love connecting with people. If you mentioned that you heard me on this wonderful podcast, I would love to offer a free clarity session with you. If you're stuck in your life or you're unclear about what's next, connect with me there. And if you're too scared to hit the connect with me button, I want to invite you to go to my website and click on masterclass because I offer a masterclass free a couple times a month. They'll get in the masterclass tools to help them achieve their goals faster, tools to get greater clarity and become more confident to create what you desire. And, you know, even if you're successful in life, but you still don't feel entirely fulfilled, come to the masterclass. It's a free thing. It's on a Zoom thing. So you'll have a computer or you can just call in. You don't have to physically show your face. It's less than an hour. And I do it a couple times a month. So you can find out about that on there. I would love to connect with people that way. I just want to say it's been an honor. I am just so appreciative that you've taken the time out of your busy day to join us and share all these wonderful tips with us to help us overcome our own adversities and reset our minds in a way that will enable us to be our best. Thank you for being here, Darla. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. That's all for this episode of Live Blissed Out. Thanks for listening and thanks to Darla Yvonne for being my guest. If you have a question or comment for a future episode, all you have to do is go to speakpipe.com forward slash L-B-O-V-M or click the link in the show notes to leave a brief audio message. If you find value in our show, please visit liveblissedout.com to reach out, subscribe and share on social media. This show is made possible through listeners like you. Thank you. So long for now. And remember to keep moving forward.